2: Hey, it's Markay from The Markay Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to
0: get Markay more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. Oh, you just mind getting it. We want us some marketing. We're entertaining meets informative.
1: You make it easier to go to work. No, yeah, I get to listen to you for two hours a day
0: local stories local issues just call it like it is you are standing solid on truth i love your show brother two full hours of the mark k show starts right now
2: If you want to rob a bank or run a red light, then there's something you should do first that'll make it all right. You can break any law without any oversight if you change your last name to Clinton. You can lie to the feds or just act like a jerk. Make a crap ton of money without doing any work. Plus, you can sleep with your staff as an added perk. If you change your last name to Clinton. The SEC, the FBI, the House of Representatives, they just don't apply. You can have all of your enemies mysteriously die. If you change your last name to Clinton. Sell special favors to the communist Chinese. Charge a $100 million for some speaking fees. Tell that sexy intern to get down on her knees. You can do it. If your last name is Clinton, collect lots of cash through your private foundation. Sort top secret info in an unsecure location and somehow secure the Democratic nomination. You can do it. If your last name is Clinton, nothing to it. If your last name is Clinton, Oh, it's against the law? Screw it. Your last name is Clinton. Thanks, buddy. That makes uh, that makes two of us. It's whatever you want Wednesday, by the way. And somebody texted me yesterday and said, can you please play that Clinton song? I, that's really like, like three years ago. But surprisingly, it's still, it still holds true. Every word of that song is just as true today as it was back then, especially with the latest in the Epstein case, The Guards. "Quote unquote," fell asleep. Yeah, I wonder who slipped what in their drinks to make them fall asleep. They've all been reassigned. The um, the warden of the prison has been reassigned as well. It's all everybody's just. It's just. I mean, it's a big poop show. Is basically what's going on over there in that prison. And we're gonna get you know, the details uh, on all of that here in just a minute. But uh but, but yeah, that, that was a that was a fun song we sang during the election. And um and as, as somebody pointed out, uh, you know it still it still does hold true. So we'll we'll play that. Uh, you know we'll play that a couple every time there's a potential. Uh, Clinton victim. will bring that one back. Also, speaking of which, um, the uh, Bluegrass Boy song is is going super viral, and somebody asked if they could have that on MP3, and we're working on that. Hopefully by tomorrow, we'll have a way for you to access some of the musical segments, uh, you know, in their entirety, and play them when you're at the gym, when you're, you know, maybe you're tailgating and you want to blare it out of your truck. yeah, that's fine. Wherever you, uh, wherever you want to rep our uh, our special tunes, we want to be able to help you. We want to be able to help you do that. Eight five five seven six five one zero five is our number 8557651045 is our number. Now today's Wednesday already. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's already uh, this week's half over. And it's just flying by, man. It is going super fast. Uh but because it's Wednesday, we basically just don't plan anything. We And in fact, this is kind of funny. The word about whatever you want Wednesday is really getting around. Because what happens is we used to just open it up to the listeners. And we would say, hey, if you guys want to talk about something, leave us an open mic message. Let us know what it is. If there's something on your mind or something that concerns you or if there's something in particular you really want to say and get to the bottom of and uh, express to the general public, great. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. So the other Josh and I, we come in here in the morning and we take a little extra time drinking our coffee, you know, shooting the breeze telling dad jokes, because we know the show's up to you today. It's your show. Well, well, Josh runs in uh, to where I was, uh, to the other studio. He goes, "Okay, so we have to talk about this thing with the Statue of Liberty. And I go, what thing with the Statue of Liberty? And they say they're accusing Donald Trump and his staff of rewriting the the Emma Lazarus poem on the bottom of the Statue of Liberty. You know, bring us your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to be free. And I go, well, why do we have to talk about that? He said, well, because Rich Jones just went on the air and said you were going to talk about it. And I said, well, why would Rich Jones do that? He goes... It's whatever you want Wednesday. Apparently, that's what Rich Jones wants to talk
3: about. The most powerful open mic in Jacksonville.
2: It really, it really, it really is. So uh, so anyway, that, that's another thing, too. Ken Cuccinelli has, is now being accused of rewriting the poem on the bottom of the Statue of Liberty, Bring Us Your Tired, Your Poor, Your Huddled Masses Yearning to Breathe Free, um, as, a, as a result of this new immigration policy, this this new immigration policy that Donald Trump unveiled, which just basically says, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday in the second hour, uh but we can definitely revisit it today per Rich Jones it's it's basically uh Donald Trump saying look it's no longer it's no longer just bring us anybody. You've got to actually be able to support yourself. We are not just we are not just you know um, a, a body full of blood for you to leech off. I know there's got to be a better there's got to be a better metaphor somewhere. But we want people when they're coming here legally. Again, this is legally when they're coming here legally, and when they are applying for green cards and permanent residency and alien visas and work permits and whatever else, we want to make sure that they are actually going to work. We want to make sure that they're going to come in here, they're going to get a job or start a job or start a company or or benefit society in some way, become an entrepreneur. They're going to make sure that uh, we are going to uh, that they're not going to be a drain on us, that they're not just going to be an expense. We in here in the United States of America, we want assets. We don't want expenses. And that's what Donald Trump was trying to say. So now they're saying, well, that's not what the Emma Lazarus poem says. That's not what the Statue of Liberty says. Well, the Statue of Liberty doesn't say, give us your your, you know, your, your blood-sucking um, you know, freeloaders. It says, give us your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. We will bring them to the United States and put them to work. That's all it says. Also, I would like to point out, the Emma Lazarus poem is a beautiful poem. It's been a staple of our tradition for years, but it ain't the Constitution of the United States of America. It's not law. It's not binding policy. It's a really great poem. And it, it, in, in no way, shape or form are Donald Trump or his staff trying to rewrite it. Or change the theme. They're just basically trying to say, look, we have an immigration system that is failing our country. We need to make sure that a illegal immigration stops, and b legal immigration is uh, is getting you know vetted. Illegal immigration should be a benefit to both the immigrant and the immigrantee. I guess is that a thing? Yeah, whatever. We us being the United States of America being the immigrantee. So the immigrating and the immigrated, well, you know what I'm trying to say. It should be mutually beneficial. 855-765-1045. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna get Rich Jones in here to discuss that a little bit more. Because as I said, it's whatever you want Wednesday. And that's what, that's what he wants to talk about. Also, we got some open mics about canned
3: water. What was, what's the canned water thing, Josh? Dasani has now responded to some of the criticisms they're getting about plastic being bad for the environment. Yeah. And they're going to release their water in cans at sporting events in the Northeast. And then they're going to expand to the entire country in 2020. And that's Cause, a big story because of the plastic. Yeah, because plastic is bad and aluminum is yeah, less you, bad.
2: Look, I'd like to point out that not to say that we're ahead of the, ahead of the times, but we started drinking canned water. There's a company called Liquid Death and liquid death makes canned water for men for dudes it's like it looks like angry and mean and it's very cool it Skulls looks like and yeah yeah in fact you know what i'm going to read there i'm gonna, we're going to pull them up here we got to take a break but we're going to talk a little bit about that here in just a minute cuz liquid death is do we even have do we have any more i don't know i think we drank it all we got to get some I always gotta, get it from you we got to write the company and tell them to send us some more because it is canned water it tastes great and it's recyclable
3: uh, I don't know why more companies aren't doing this. Can you taste the difference? I say it tastes great. Is it just tastes like water, or do you taste an actual difference? It ta- no, it tastes like man water. It's even oh. better. It's even better than, like, regular girly water.
2: Okay. It tastes like – you drank it. I did. What tastes did you- like water. Tastes like water, yeah. right, but it's out of a can. Also, it looks cooler. It looks like you're drinking – drinking it out of a water bottle, you look like, you know, that's eh, fine. But my wife drinks out of a water bottle. This looks like you're drinking – I mean, it's a tall boy. It's 18 ounces. What are tall boys, 22 ounces?
3: Yeah, or yeah. 24 nowadays, too. Oh, man. I know, are it's we crazy.
2: Are, see, now I'm, now my mouth's getting all dry. Mm. Now I'm now it's watering. Now I need some liquid death. 855-765-1045. Anyway, whatever you want to talk about, now's the time to pick up the phone and call, because it is whatever you want Wednesday. 855-765-1045. We'll leave us an open mic message. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV.
4: Mark. I love you, but I am seriously offended by you assigning
3: gender to water.
2: Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't use pronouns when I'm talking about water. Like they or them or za or zem. Either way, zar or zam. uh zem. Yeah, but listen. It, uh, there is there is a difference between man water and girl water. And girl water, like Fiji, for example. That's like a. Is it Fiji or Fuji? What is it?
3: I don't know. It's Fiji water. That's like that's like girl water. Wasn't that a beer too? Like a, a water beer? Fiji? Yeah. No, I don't. Know. People, I don't know. people like drank and uh, got made fun of. I don't know. Okay. Are you having a flashback? Maybe. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what's beer. It's not water. 855-765-1045. Anyway, we'll have some more. Uh, we have some more open mics on the canned water here coming up in just a minute. And um, also, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about uh, Liquid Death because we, we're out of it, but I'll tell you where you can get it because it's really, it's really fantastic. 855-765-1045. Peter in St. Augustine. Peter, thanks so much for calling the Mar-K Show. How you doing? Peter? Yes, sir. You okay? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Is that like you were falling downstairs <laughs> or something like that. No, I'm actually standing on the back of a trash truck. Oh, you're standing on the back of a trash truck right now? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, that's pretty All right. Well, listen, we'll, we won't take up too much of your time because I know we're, you're probably going to have to hop off in a minute. What did uh, you want to say today on whatever you want Wednesday? Uh, I know how to download the MP3s. You know how to? Yes. You
5: go on like, Google and you put the YouTube into Google. Yeah. And then you d- go to your song. And, uh, you go to like, uh, go to Google again and you pull up another tab
6: and actually go to MP3 to, uh, YouTube to MP3 and yeah. I, you can actually, um find a site that actually
2: does that for you. Yeah, Peter, that's true. You can absolutely do it. Or if you have recording equipment, you can do it. We're going to try to make it a lot easier. If like, what we'll do is by tomorrow, we'll have it up on our website and you'll be able to just, it'll be like a one click opera, like click and you'll be good to go. Cause especially when you're, it's very difficult when you're like, especially driving around on the back of a trash truck to open a tab and go to Google and copy and paste and download and you know, we don't want you having any any accidents. Hey Dean on the South side, Dean, thanks so much for calling the Markay Show. Happy whatever you want Wednesday, sir.
6: Yeah, I just wanted to kind of, this Epstein uh, Clinton connection, I just wanted to kind of see what your opinion was. I mean, the Clintons, I mean, have been, have been just uh, absolutely, uh, below board for years. I mean, with Whitewater and, you know, Slick Willie, I mean, he had his eight years, but now yeah, Hillary Clinton, I mean, do you, do you believe it's just more of the same, though? Just try to, uh, make, Trump looked bad, and, and the Democrats were power, or what? I mean, you know what? It's interesting.
2: It's a, and I've had a lot of conversations with those people about the Clinton connection and about uh, Epstein, and there's a there's a lot of different takes. First of all, here's the thing. When you have somebody like Epstein, who you know has been involved with the Clintons, who you know has been involved with so many people, it's an easy target because there's a lot. I mean, if I knew that Bill Clinton hung out with somebody and I wanted them killed, I would probably think, you know, I probably would uh, would be more prone to do it because I know that the Clintons would get would get the rap. Um, you know, people would be, be automatically uh, pointing the finger at them. So, you know, that could be it. It could be it could be so cut and dry, obvious that the Clintons offed another one of their political enemies that they didn't actually off their political enemies. And some other smart person uh, was like, hey, that's my political enemy, too. I'm just going to I'm just going to let, uh, you know, Bill and Hillary take the heat. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't trust Bill and Hillary Clinton as far as I can throw them. The other thing is they've already done so much by now. I mean, they. It, it's almost like a, the laughable joke, right? I mean, in fact, it is. We made a whole song about how the Clintons are involved. In fact, I just I realized I just made two songs about how the Clintons are involved in pretty much every every crime uh, known to man, both polit- politically um and on a personal level you know adultery and 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 you know money laundering and they they even it's just even the stuff with the Lincoln bedroom like renting out the Lincoln bedroom to donors that's just stuff that that they are you know their number one primary goal is is self preservation and how to make as much money as possible in whatever way possible and they'll never stop 8557651045 and if somebody threatens that way of life or if somebody uh threatens to you know their freedom or their ability to make money or know something about them that could stop them dead in their tracks then you know they they wind up missing or dead or both so you know what now that i talk about it probably it was them luke from tallahassee luke uh, thanks for calling the Marquee show how you doing
5: oh not too bad It is is your favorite traveling mechanic listening to you on the app oh yay we appreciate
2: it yeah download the mobile app by the way news 104.5 wokv if you want to listen to us in tallahassee or anywhere else uh just like luke does what you want to say today luke
5: Since we're talking about Emma Lazarus, thank you, Rich Jones, the original poem was published around 1885 or so, maybe 1883, and it was published to help raise money to build the pedestal for the Statue of Liberty. Now, in the 1880s, how many social programs were there? Probably not that many.
2: Probably zero.
5: Right. So the implication could be that it was understood that if you were going to come here as a tired and poor and huddled that you were going to have to contribute and take care of yourself. Yeah. So the rewriting of that, you can imply that, hey, it's not rewritten. We're just taking the underlying context and actually using it.
2: But Luke, that is a fantastic point. You're right. I mean, back when back in the eighteen hundreds, anyone who immigrated to this country immediately got a got a, a plough or they found a hoe and they started, you oh. know they started hoeing. They started building stuff or planting things and making their own and they knew that if they didn't go out there and weave the sheep cotton into wool or whatever, or the wool into wool whatever they I don't even know what people did in the eighteen hundreds. If you weren't shoeing a horse, you weren't gonna eat. And I think you're right. The implication was that when you came to this country, you immediately I mean, there was work ethic back then. Now, because of the social programs, thanks again, to FDR uh, and all the other Democrats that came since then, you do have this contingent of people that come to the United States and go, wow, I won the lottery. I can sit back, relax and just enjoy the free flow of of stuff. And that's what Donald Trump's trying to avoid. Also, the Emma Lazarus poem, it it ain't law. It's a cute poem on the bottom of a pedestal. It's not part of our Constitution. Uh, It's not written in stone. I mean, it is written in. You know what I mean. 855 765 1045. Quick break. We'll be right back. It's the Mark Show on News 104.5 WOKV.
0: I've got to get Mark K. more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. Mm You just mind getting it. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative.
1: You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day.
0: Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K. Show on News 104.5 WOKB.
7: I already drink a lot of the sparkling water, which is in cans. So for me, it won't be a big uh, difference.
2: I drink sparkling. Here's the thing. Now, I do enjoy a LaCroix, which is a sparkling water in a can, and I think nothing of it. But I think what we're talking about is bottled water. Dasani is taking just your plain, flat bottled water, and they are putting it in aluminum cans because they want to make sure that, you know, people are, are now socially responsible.
4: People in this country have been drinking bottled water and aluminum cans for decades. We
3: just call it Bud Light.
2: 850 <laughs> <Stop. laughs> no kidding. 8557651045. It's whatever you want Wednesday today, folks. So whatever you want to talk about, that's what we do. We threw out the script. Here it is. Here's the script.
3: It's gone mark that uh, was, your, that was your tax report oh no. well
2: that's a, that's all right I'd rather not anyway uh star star one oh four five if you're trying to get in star star one oh four five or eight five five seven six five one oh four five uh let's go to Jim on the north side. hi Jim, how are you?
8: hey, mark um, I heard you talking about this the other day about uh Chris Cuomo going ballistic the yeah. other day, yeah, 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 I found out what was behind that um. It goes way back, and also the reason why he's so sensitive to the name Fredo. Um, it goes way back to a guy. You know, do you remember a guy named Curtis Slewa, who used to be the head of the Guardian Angels uh, in New did, York? Yeah, I know Curtis Leiva really well. Yeah, yeah. He um, he was on Cuomo's show, and Cuomo's uh, vacation home had just got raided, I think, by the feds. Hmm. And the problem was the problem was. He was there with a woman that it wasn't his wife, if you get my drift. No, I and, understand uh, what you mean by that. Okay. And Slewa called him started calling him Fredo, but of course he couldn't go off on slewa because slewa would've kicked his butt. Yeah, absolutely. But then, yeah, but then after that, Rush Limbaugh started calling him that in 2016 because Cuomo was on his TV show actually bragging about his father being friends with Fidel Castro. Mm. And that's that's how that started. And they say it all just came back to him, and he just went off on this guy.
2: Yeah, he definitely – look, he's got some deep-seated issue. I mean – uh, there's a, there's a couple things that are weird about this. I mean, first of all, he was in public with his wife and his nine-year-old daughter. And I've seen a lot of people. In fact, that was the big thing Sean Hannity tweeted. Sean, interestingly enough, both Sean Hannity and our good friend Tommy Laren took his side in this. They both tweeted out yesterday support for Chris Cuomo saying what that guy did was uncalled for. You should never be harassed in public. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't necessarily think that being harassed in public or being called Fredo I don't think it justifies the kind of response that he had, which was very, 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 very profane.
9: What Listen, you man. Said. Hey, you're going to have a problem. Yeah. Look, what are you going to do
2: about no, no, no. it? throw you down these stairs like a Yeah, I'm going to ruin you. I'm going to throw you down these effing stairs like a punk. I mean, that's it's one thing if somebody yells at you, Fredo. It's another thing to uh, to attack them for two minutes. I mean, that is a diatribe. That's two minutes that you're screaming and yelling F words and F bombs and threatening to to cause physical harm to somebody else. Who's really being I mean, the guy was being sure he was being a jerk, but he was also being very calm. And you're on camera. I mean, there's so many things wrong with that reaction. So, you know, I mean, look, we could go back and forth with it. But, yeah, we know we know that he's got issues with his dad being the the governor and his brother being the governor and him having to work for CNN, which, by the way, I don't know if you heard the latest CNN there. We'll talk about a bad day yesterday. Not only was there not only was there this whole thing with uh, Chris Cuomo uh, going off and just and just just freaking out on this guy. But there was another instance with a guy who is now accusing Don Lemon the other talking head that's really annoying on uh, CNN of of being inappropriate and, and doing inappropriate things at a bar and there's a lawsuit and CNN had to come out and answer to that yesterday, too. So lot, lots of back and forth going on with CNN. But I think a lot of people have, have had enough. And you know, you know they're they're tired of CNN playing the bully. And now what they're doing is they're trying to say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna bully back. Uh, and in a lot of ways, you know, these guys, because they've been so negative about Donald Trump and his supporters, and because they have no problem calling people names and making inferences and attacking people and making stuff up and and bullying politicians and and you know and regular civilians. Uh, I think now regular civilians are saying, look, if you're gonna be the bully, we're gonna we're gonna flip it. We don't we're gonna stand up to you guys. Whether you're with your daughter or in a bar or wherever you happen to be, hey John in St Augustine, thanks so much for calling the Marques Show. How are you, John?
6: Yeah, I'm good, very good, thank you. Um, Appreciate the opportunity. I I hope that I can. I wanted to make some comments about the ongoing debate about the Second Amendment and gun violence. Yeah, okay. Okay, uh, and I have some statistics, so I hope I don't bore you and your audience. And I'll be if you do. If
2: I'll do. If you do, I'll cut you off. And I figured, just, If you hear uh, me uh, going, uh, then that means that, uh, right. you know, anyway, go ahead. What do you want to say about the uh, gun violence? Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a serious issue,
6: but my main problem with the left is their hypocrisy. Yeah. Because this thing about the second, what their hidden agenda, I believe, is really to disarm the American public for nefarious reasons that they have planned for the future. Right. But the facts, the facts are, and this comes out of the University of Chicago of all places. Okay. So if anybody wants to say this is a lot of BS, you can you can research at Professor live University of Chicago. Quickly, there are about 300, excuse me, 30,000 related gun deaths by firearm uh, every year. Now, 65% of those are suicides. That's the correct, yeah. Gun laws will never pre- prevent. 15% are by law enforcement justified in the line of duty. Mm-hmm. Where the gun violence comes in is the 17% of criminal activity, okay, and then 3% are accidental discharges. Now, Chicago, it, and and if you do those percentages, you come out with like 5,100 gun deaths due to violence. Which right. Even one is too many. But the city of Chicago had 480. Baltimore had 344. Detroit, and these are all Democratic. Right, yeah. Detroit, 333. Correct. And 119 in Washington, D.C. Yeah, so you're
2: right. I mean, we know that. Wherever there's Democratic leadership, there's high crime. But the thing about saving lives, I mean,
6: let's get real. 40,000 people die every year from drug overdose, which could be prevented. 36,000 die from the flu. 34,000 die from traffic accidents. So on the left is so concerned about saving life. You know, they're just full of crap.
2: Yeah. No, I so look. At- got the Second Amendment. Yeah, John, you're absolutely right. They want to get rid of the Second Amendment. They want to disarm the citizens, and then they don't have to worry about an uprising when they tax the bejesus out of us and take 70 percent of our income to pay for health care and, and things for people that aren't, aren't even citizens of the I don't even understand. Here's the other thing, too. I don't even think because people will say they're just, you know, they're all for illegal immigration because they just want more voters. I don't think that's it at all. I don't think they want more voters. I just think they want to live in a dictatorship. I think, you know, every time every time the the left uh, and thanks so much for the call and thanks for the statistics. We really appreciate it. But every time, uh, every time somebody says Donald Trump is Hitler, Donald Trump is a dictator. Donald Trump is uh, is overstepping his boundaries. Donald Trump is is one of these 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 horrible people in history like Stalin. I mean, every time they do that, they're basically just it's out of jealousy. You know, they're saying that because that's what they want. They want to be the Hitler. They want to be the Stalin. They want the iron fist over their regime. They want the, the uh, electorate that is no longer an electorate but is just basically a populace that they control. And you can't control a populace if they can pop a cap in your butt the first time you step up and do something that they don't like. Militias, organized uh, civilian militias, are bad for business when you're trying to be a socialist dictator. It's just the two, don't, the two don't mesh. So let's get rid of the guns, and then we'll take over the country. And then we'll tax them up to 70%. And if they don't like it, they can, what are they going to do? Throw cans of water at us? that oh, we're gonna have, we're gonna be in control. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Great call. Thanks so much for, uh, for, uh, for, um, for bringing that to our attention. If you want to talk about guns, or if you want to talk about Trump, or taxes, or Democrats, or canned water, or bottled water, or just, you know, turn it on the tap and put your hand, like head under the faucet, like we used to do. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. More of your open mic message messages. More of your phone calls coming up on News one zero four point five WOKV. So the other Josh, who literally sits next to me, like he sits maybe four feet away from me, just sent me an email. Apparently there's Jimmy John's in the break room, and I checked my email and says, hey, do you want any Jimmy John's? They're in the break room. And I looked over and I go, did you you literally just email me from four
3: feet away? It's because you were on the air, deep in the middle of a monologue. I didn't want to interrupt you with Jimmy John's in the middle of it. You can always interrupt me with Jimmy John's. So next time I can just say, hey, Mark, hold on to that deep thought for a second. Sandwiches? (laughs) And you'll say, okay.
2: In here in the future, you don't even have to ask. Okay. You don't just even bring have to you ask. food. Just bring some food. Got it. Uh eight five five seven six five they're probably already gone now. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five. Kathy in Jacksonville. How are you doing, Kathy? I'm fine. Hey, thanks so much for calling the Markay Show. Kathy. It is whatever you want Wednesday. What do you want to talk about?
7: Can I talk about two shakes? Sure. Okay, good. Well, you know, it's funny that the DIMS want to kill full-time term babies, okay? Mm-hmm. And the reason is because if the baby is full-term and they kill it, plant Parenthood will get more money for the body parts because they're fully, you know, they're full baby body parts. Yeah, okay?
2: that's a very gruesome thought, but you probably, unfortunately, it, some truth to that, yeah.
7: Sure. So... They say that Trump wants to separate families and children. Well, what do you think they're doing with these full, full-term babies? Yeah. And, and they want to kill the baby before they cross the birth canal, but they don't want to uh, kill the illegal when they cross the border. Well, they don't okay. want kill,
2: to kill them. They just want to send them back home, yeah.
7: You know what I'm saying? No, so I do. What about, what about helping all these homeless children that are separated from their parents in the U.S.? Why don't we get a big force... Uh, Trump get a, uh, a huge force of, of, you know, the Guard or whatever to to round up our homeless and let's do something about those poor kids on the street, the homeless on the street, you know. And the other uh, thing is, if you get a clip, and there is a clip of Leona Helmsley yeah. saying only the little people pay taxes. Well, I'm going to tell you, if Hillary and Pelosi look at that and then pull them up. They have, those two women have the exact mannerisms that Leona Helmsley showed on that video.
2: Yeah, no, look, we know that they, they know that that's exactly, we know that that's exactly what they think of, of, uh, the, your normal taxpayer is they're the little people. But I mean, look, the whole, the whole Planned Parenthood thing, the Democrats, it's it's you know, it's the difference is and I don't understand why the unborn have no rights. But the but those like you said, the, the homeless people are ignored. Uh, the homeless population is ignored now. In, in in a lot of Democratic strongholds, they become. Uh, you know, they become homeless centers, but not in the way that you would think. There's no help. There's no support. It's just people taking over entire neighborhoods and and using the streets as toilets and drug needles everywhere. And and the Democrats, instead of fixing the problem, they just they just let it fester. Baltimore is another great example of that, as President Trump said. But, you know, there is an opportunity there. You know, like I mean, rounding up, Okay, don't round them up in like military vehicles, but get the homeless people together. Get them off drugs, get them off the streets, maybe help them find work. Uh, That's a whole that's a whole group of potential voters that you could be attracting, whether you're on the right or the left. And then you wouldn't have to just help people uh, across the border illegally to vote. You would have American citizens who are already here who, let's face it, probably don't vote because they are not registered. They don't go to the polls. They don't do any of that stuff um, that you could actually, you know, help. And you don't have to worry about breaking the law because they're already here. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. Susie in Middleburg. Hi, Susie. How are you? Thanks for calling the Marquet Show.
7: How are you doing today?
2: Doing great, Susie. What do you want to say?
7: I just wanted to tell you it's scrump Day! Yay!
2: <laughs> Thank you very much, Susie. We appreciate that. 855-765-1045. We got a bunch of... Terry, Jim, Robert, Chris from Middleburg. Uh Dude, hang tight. Everybody else who's trying to get through, we've got a whole other hour for whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about, we will talk about. By the way, just, uh, Josh just got back from the kitchen. He brought me a
3: mayonnaise packet and a stir stick. Is this all that was left? Yeah, no more sandwiches. Okay, thanks. They went away freaky fast
2: uh star star 1045 it's the mark show quick break we'll be back on news 104.5 wokv
0: got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You mm-hmm. just mind getting. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You
1: make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day.
0: Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K show
4: on News 104.5 WOKV. I don't get who would pay for water in general when it comes free out of your tap.
2: It don't come free out of the tap. But you don't get a JEA bill? Come on. I mean, unless you have a well, unless you have a well, the water's not, water's not free. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. And today is whatever you want Wednesday. Yay! We're all very, we need some horns or something that we can blow whenever it's... You no, know, No, like, like party horns. Not old... Timey me collar uh, yeah. uh Star Star 104.5, Terry in Jacksonville. Terry, Terry and- thanks, hey, thanks so much for holding. We appreciate it, Terry. What would you want to say today on Whatever You Want Wednesday? Good
4: morning, Mars. Good hey, morning. Um, I'm in disguise because of what I'm about to say. <laughs> you need one of those voice changers on your
2: show. Oh, yeah, no kidding. No uh, kidding. Well, Josh, do look into that.
4: I, uh, okay. I just wanted to let... Everybody know about the twenty one billion in tax breaks that Bernie was talking about and AT and T. cutting twenty three thousand jobs. Uh they actually are cutting all those jobs and there's twenty year employees that got surplused in Jacksonville actually this, this year or this quarter. So all that is actually true and is going on.
2: All right. The Terry, for the surpl- yeah, Terry, Terry, explain everyone what you're talking about for those people that, that aren't familiar with the uh with the Bernie Sanders speech or whatever you're you referring to?
4: All right. Bernie Sanders uh, had tweeted and was talking about in the, uh, the last Democratic debate mm-hmm. that they promised to create 7,000 new jobs if Trump passed the tax cuts. And uh, they got $21 billion in tax breaks, but they have cut 23,000 jobs uh, and plan to cut 2,000 more this year is what he said. I can't confirm all that. I can confirm that they are uh surplusing people in Jacksonville.
2: Yeah, and so you're and talking about the one you're just talking about AT and T though.
4: Correct. Yeah. A T and T. And the reason for the surplus supposedly was economic because they spent fifty four billion on Time Warner.
2: Yeah. Look and again that and and when you look business by business it's all you know, it all comes down to management. How do you just because yeah. Just because you have. And again, I'm not familiar with your situation. And thanks for, for calling in with the insider info. Uh But it, it, it all comes down to how is your company run? If you get tax breaks, you know, what do you do with them? Do you reinvest them? Do you have debt to pay off? Do you try to buy a big company? Like, what do you do? Um, I I know that whenever there's a merger, there's downsizing. Whenever there's a merger, there's surplusing because that's exactly what it it's a surplus. Whenever you have a company that buys out another company or merges with another company, you're you don't need two presidents, you don't need two vice or two CEOs, you don't need two. You're, I mean you really don't need two receptionists, even there. If you're combining companies, that's going to happen. But uh, you know, it it all comes down to to your management. And if you work for a company that's well managed, like for example, when we got a big tax break. Uh, Last April, our company said, "Okay, we have all this money that we that we didn't have before. What should we do with it? Hey, let's give it back to the employees and everybody who'd been here for a certain amount of time got a check for either five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or they got a free sandwich. Uh, And that was, you know, that was part of the give back. That's what the management decided to do with it. So, yeah, that stinks that some companies still are poorly managed or they make choices economically that require that requires surplusing. But I mean, in all in all, the economy is strong and all in all, a lot of businesses are, uh, are benefiting. And all in all, Bernie Sanders is a kook. So, uh, you know, personally, yes, people are going to still lose their jobs. It's not because of Donald Trump. It's because of the way that capitalism works. When one company is big enough and strong enough and rich enough and powerful enough to take over another company, there's going to be some people that are filtered out. And hopefully those people can go start their own companies or build a new company or go work for someone else. Um, you know, that's why that, that's all part of it. But, uh, but, you know, if, if you're thinking, you know, just because Bernie Sanders said something that's true doesn't mean he knows what the hell he's talking about. Even a blind squirrel, uh, finds a nut twice a day. Wait, what is it? There's something about a a, a broken clock finds a nut. Get yeah, it? yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Get it. Yeah. Jim from the beaches. How are you, Jim? Thanks for calling the Marques show. I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Thanks oh, d- take call. Absolutely. What'd you want to say, sir? Uh actually two things. I wanted to talk about
1: hypocrisy and altruism. Uh the first, uh, in reference to your to one of your callers earlier, uh, you know, the left hypocrisy, this and that, the third, why don't we all just be honest and admit that humanity, period, is hypocrite you know, we're all hypocrites. Period the end. I mean, I think we could make more progress if we all admit that first. Okay. I don't know if you agree or not.
2: All right. Well, what is it? So, what does that have to do with with the gun violence that he was talking? Because what you're basically referring to is we had a guy call in and say, "Look, the problem with uh, American gun violence is not mass shootings; it's number one suicide and number two uh, crime."
1: Well, uh, okay. I I did tell your producer or whoever that uh, about guns and whatnot, and I actually kind of switched while I was waiting. it doesn't have anything to do with guns. I was just making an in general blanket statement. Oh. As far as humanity is concerned, you know, because I yeah. hear this left, right, left, right, left, right. No, 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 no. Now let's be honest with ourselves, right? And the, uh, the other thing is another caller was talking about the homeless. Yeah. Did it ever occur to anybody that some people are homeless because they choose to be? They don't want help?
2: No, that occurs yeah. to people. I mean, look, and that's definitely an issue as well. And if you think about it, that ties right into the. The economic policy that Donald Trump or the immigration policy that Donald Trump's pushing now about, uh, you know, about making sure that people that come to this country are willing to work. They're willing to succeed, willing to be not a burden, but a benefit to the country. And then a lot of people having problems. I understand what you're I understand the tr- point you're trying to make about hypocrisy. Uh, the difference is the difference is the left and the right, the way they work it. There's accidental hypocrisy and basic, you know, flat out lying. And when, when the, when the Democrats want to push something, when the left wants to push an agenda, they basically, they flat out lie about stuff. They lie about gun violence or they, they blow it out of proportion. You know, the, the, the fact of the matter is you're more likely to be shot by, uh, an ex lover or a mugger on the street or somebody who just hates your guts or you're more likely to shoot yourself accidentally than you are to be involved in a mass shooting yet because of the media and because of the hatred toward guns and because of the left's idea that we need to disarm society so that we can then easily take it over. Because of that, they that's the narrative they perpetuate. When was the last time uh, a gun suicide was was heralded in the press the way that a mass shooting is? When was the last time there was ever a a nationally televised moment of silence? Or when were the when's the last time the flags were put at half mass because somebody put a gun to their head and pulled the trigger? No, It never happens. It never happens. But when you think about it, when you uh, look in the last 20 years, more people were killed by terrorists in this country than by mass shootings. And some of the mass shootings were, perpet- were perpetrated by terrorists. I mean, these are all things that, that you need to look at. How is, it, how is it twisted? How is it portrayed in the press and why? And the, the, the thing about mass shootings is they are not the most common form of violence. They are not the most common way that people are killed by guns. But they have the most sociolo- sociological damning impact on society as a whole they scare people it is in a way terrorism i mean the root of the word is terror people are terrified to uh, of 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 white kids with guns who play video games because the media is making you feel that way they're making you see that there are a bunch of suburban white kids who play video games and they're deranged and they make hit lists in school and then they go out and they easily buy guns and they perpetrate these crimes and that's just not the case it's not the epidemic that people say it is but if you're trying to if you're trying to to disarm an entire population and make them more willing to do it then it's the then it's the perfect. It's the perfect shining example. And it's something that you should be putting in front of their faces every single day. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. There was a there used to be after 9-11. There was a song uh, by Aaron Tippin called Have You Forgotten? And he says something about the the twin tower attacks. And he goes, look, they took it off of my TV. If it were me, I would show it every single day. And the more and the reason and that's true that we've stopped thinking about nine We've stopped thinking about terrorist attacks. You know, we've stopped thinking about ISIS. We've stopped thinking about these foreign threats because we just don't see them anymore. And part of the reason is because Donald Trump has been able to to squelch them a little, but also, you know, because they haven't happened in a while. There were two mass shootings last week. And and that's why that's why it's fresh on our mind. But just wait. Just wait until we go to war with somebody or or, you know, something else horrible happens or somebody famous dies or the economy collapses, which could be any minute now. These are all you know, th- that's that's basically where the hypocrisy comes in. The left will take something that they want and they will make it the headline to perpetuate their agenda. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. But the th- those statistics that guy shared were right. They were right. I saw the pie chart on CBS Sunday morning. It was 65% of gun deaths are suicide, self-inflicted wounds. And as we all learned from Jeffrey Epstein, if you want to commit suicide, you will commit suicide. Or if the Clintons want you to commit suicide, you will find a way to commit suicide. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your calls. It's whatever you want Wednesday on The Mark Kay Show on News 104.5 WOKV. <laughs>
4: your dumb president that said it's the video games and mental illness. And look at the stats mark, Kay. It is mostly white kids and white men that do mass shootings.
2: First of all, I never said it wasn't. I said you're less likely to die from a mass shooting than you are from just some idiot trying to rob you and putting a bullet in the back of your head. And second of all, he's not my dumb president. He's all of our dumb presidents. Okay, yours too. So just keep that in mind. 855-765- 1045. This is Chris. And thank you for the open mic. We appreciate it. If you ever want to leave us an open mic message, go to our mobile app, News 104.5 WOKV. Uh, download it, it's free. Send us an open mic and we'll get it on the air. Chris from Middleburg, how are you, Chris? I'm good, Mark. Thanks for uh, taking
10: my call. Absolutely. Uh, I want to talk about two things. Uh, first thing, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Um, I think the media uh, is missing um, the opportunity to highlight uh, what actually happened uh, with him committing suicide. I think that uh, they're focusing so much on the conspiracy theories and the background of exactly what happened which I understand and I think the background should be looked into I mean I don't think so. they know
2: exactly that's a, that's I think the big problem we don't really know exactly what happened the guards are falling asleep we've got you know the camera being off apparently he wrapped himself with a bed sheet but then his cellmate was transferred out just hours before none of these things are supposed to happen in this prison in the first place so I don't you know I don't know that there that we know what happened do you uh,
10: uh, no and um the thing is I don't think the media is highlighting The fact that, regardless of what he did, uh, he committed suicide. I'm a military veteran, and 22 veterans kill themselves a day. Yeah, it's not being highlighted that uh, he uh, he was on suicide watch, and then uh, after a week, he said he was fine, and then they took him off suicide watch. And uh, it's a big issue uh, that I don't think anybody's highlighting.
2: Bring, bring uh, well, Chris and, Chris, and I and I appreciate you uh, calling and thank you again for your service. But look, I don't think he I'm personally, and it may be a conspiracy theory. I'm not 100 percent convinced that he committed suicide. I'm not 10 percent convinced that he committed suicide. Perhaps you haven't heard the song. But uh, the, the truth be told, until we know. Um, what, you know, if he committed suicide for sure until the attorney general does his investigation and the inspector general does their investigation and we know what happens. I, I, like, I, you know, I don't think you can close the book on murder. And then on top of all that, we know why he committed suicide. He committed suicide because he was facing life in prison for these terrible, horrible acts of pedophilia and sexual assault and, and sex trafficking. And he was done for. That's why he committed suicide. Now, when you talk about veterans and when you talk about police officers and when you talk about firefighters and EMTs and all of these other people who who uh, perform a really valuable service for our country and keep us free and keep us safe uh, from harm. When they come back from war, when they're done with their tour and they're sitting at home and they suffer depression and they take their own lives, totally different scenario. And, yeah, that's definitely something that the media should focus on. The problem is the media is controlled by the left and the left doesn't care about veterans coming home and killing themselves the left cares about two things number one how can we get everybody's guns and number two how can we get everybody's money oh and also number three how can we impeach Donald Trump but I'm pretty sure impeaching Donald Trump the only reason they care about that is because they want to get everyone's guns and money and he's standing in the way he's standing in the way he's not he's he's done nothing to take away guns and he's not only not allowed the left to take more of our money, he's actually given us some of our money back. So he's he's got I'm surprised if I were Donald Trump, I would be careful. I definitely wouldn't get within feet of the Clintons because, you know, Secret Service or no Secret Service. They're out for blood. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Rick on St. Simon's Island. How are you doing, Rick? Yeah, good morning, Mark. I I just want to throw out a question that I'm kind
5: of surprised I'm not hearing more of. Okay. This uh, this cop that was apparently in his cell, his cellmate shortly before his death, Nicholas Tartaglione.
9: Yeah.
5: Uh, killed, you know, facing a death sentence for murdering four people. How, why aren't we hearing more about this guy? I mean, you color this guy a little bit green and he looks like the Hulk, if anybody has seen a picture of him. He's a scary looking guy. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, who made the decision that this guy was going to be able to enter the cell and, and who, what, why, uh, it, it
2: just almost like he's being ignored, well, and it would should be a pretty easy, simple thing to answer. But what do you think? Look, and Rick, that and that's a huge question too. Not only you know this guy, you know supposedly was convicted killer four people. I mean, just just a, like the most crooked. And you're right; he looks like an angry, roared, raging cop. Uh, and he was you know. in. The, he was his cellmate. Um, in fact, one of the one of the uh, when he first quote unquote attempted suicide, a lot of people were pointing the finger at this guy because Epstein had said, "I'm scared to be in the cell with him. He's crazy. He's nuts." Uh, but they well, said, "Look, I've you're well. That. Yeah, you're, he's well protected." But the second time, he wasn't even there. He had been miraculously transferred out of Epstein's cell, hours, hours before he committed suicide. Which you're right. I mean, I don't think we should be looking at him like he's involved. It was actually his absence from the scene. It was his absence from this detention center. It was the fact that he disappeared before Epstein hung himself. That's the real mystery. Why did that happen? Where did he go? Did somebody call him Fredo accidentally and he freaked out and he had to be removed? I don't, you know, we'll, we'll never know the truth. Also, where is he now? Hey, where is this guy now? Because I'm going to be honest with you. If he spent time with Jeffrey Epstein in a cell, he should definitely be under 24 hour surveillance because you never know when the cops are going to or the guards are going to fall asleep outside of his cell next. 855-765-1045. Great question, great call. Quick break. More of your phone calls coming up. This is the Markay Show on News 104.5 WOKV.
0: I've got to get Markay multi on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just mind getting. We want
11: us some Markay.
0: We're entertaining meets informative.
1: You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a
0: day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Markay Show on News 104. 4.5 W.O.K.B.
7: Hey, Mark K., can we talk about Epstein some more? All these conspiracy theories that have come up since yesterday. I bet you somebody put some sleeping, sleeping, sleepy, sleepy pills in these two guards drinking waters or food or something like that.
2: I don't know what sleepy 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 sleeping pills are, but I'll tell you what I want some. Whatever <laughs> that's good. That's a great. That's a, that would be a great product. Talk about real. I mean, who wouldn't buy? Would you buy sleeping pills or would you buy sleepy 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 sleeping 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 pills? I, the second one for sure. Eight five eight five five seven six five one zero four five. It's whatever you want. Wednesday for like twenty more minutes. And Robert is in St. Augustine, and Robert has been waiting very patiently. Hi, Robert. How are you? Hey, how you doing, Mark? Hey, good. What do you want to say, sir?
8: Well, oh, this, uh, worry about Biden being president, uh, president. It's not so much Biden being elected president watch out for the vice president. Remember, when they call for an intervention, they get rid of people. So and you're saying, just like, they did, just like they did to Kennedy and LBJ took over because Kennedy wouldn't fall in line. Mm. The same thing's going to happen to Biden. Biden's losing his mind. He can't remember where he's at and so his vice president will take over if they deem him incompetent or if he doesn't want to get out they'll just call for an intervention
2: all right so biden's vice presidential pick is going to be somebody like uh... like who
6: like uh... harris or or one of them crazy picks
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right and that could be that could be one way around it typically typically what happens is the vice presidential nominee is never somebody from the field of candidates, and there's the reason for that is because. And if you look at it, look at look at you know uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump didn't pick Chris Christie. Donald Trump didn't pick uh, Ted Cruz. Donald Trump didn't pick Lil Marco. Donald Trump didn't pick Jeb. But any of those people because he spent years just lambasting them and telling everyone how horrible they were. And now the same thing is happening on the Democratic side. Like like Joe Biden can't turn around and have Kamala Harris because he's he's basically spent time you know showing why her policy are wrong and her math is bad and you know the same thing's gonna be happening with bernie sanders all of these people are attacking each other so you're gonna have to wipe them out but you're right there's still other crazier kooks out there who are waiting in the wings and who could potentially jump in uh you know the other thing you have to watch out for is nancy pelosi she's third in line for the presidency which should which should be super scary and i think about that time every time i go to a trump rally and i'm like god the president and the vice president are both here god forbid you know, we get, God forbid, we get one of those, one of those, uh, you know, what's his name, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, uh, what is it, the, um, what was that show he was in where they blew up Congress? 24. No. Oh, the, uh, with the uh, designated survivor moments. Like, and then all of a sudden, Nancy Pelosi, who's in a secure location during the Trump rally, becomes president. It's a horrible, horrible uh, nightmare. But, um, but, you know, look, I wouldn't put anything past them. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Dave from Sandalwood. How are you?
5: Hey, Mark. Um, I'm calling to advocate the elimination of the provisional ballot mm. i mean it it creates the election day season okay it does you know it really impedes the process yeah it's highly susceptible to fraud okay right and um it, it it's just it generates more lawsuits than ever before what what really shocked me was not so much what happened here in Florida, in, in um, uh, Palm Beach and Broward counties, but how five seats in Southern California around San Diego flipped from uh, Republican to Democrat yeah. due to provisional ballots and how the provisional ballot affected the Arizona U.S. Senate Election.
2: I mean, it almost. The other thing was in Georgia too, where uh, you know their gubernatorial race was almost affected. But listen, there's a lot of problems with our election system. I'm a big advocate, like, of going back to basics. And I remember uh, years ago, like, was it like God? I want to say it was eight or nine years ago now, when they had the first when Iraq was was uh, liberated, and they had their first open elections in Iraq. They had no polling machines. They had no systems. They had nothing. Everybody walked in. I remember seeing the images. It was brilliant. Everybody walked in. They voted. And then they took their right index finger and they stuck it into a purple bottle of indelible ink and they dyed their finger. And what that meant was if you showed up at another polling place with a purple finger, they didn't let you vote again. They literally dyed you. To prove that you had already uh, voted, and if you didn't have a finger, you didn't get to vote. No, I'm sure they died some other part of your body, your nose or whatever. They figured it out. There was some system, a toe, who knows? But I thought, what? That's a brilliant idea. Talk about talk about you know making sure that we don't have duplicate ballots. Talk about making sure that we don't have illegal immigrants voting or 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 dead people on the on the voter rolls and registration. You show up on that day. You walk in, you vote, you stick your finger in some ink, and oops, my finger has been dyed purple for the next three days. I will not be able to vote again today. I mean, personally, I love that idea. I love that. I don't know why. We we, we make things way too complex. You know, what do we do? We give out stickers. Big deal. I voted sticker. That doesn't prove anything. I can rip that right off, go back into another precinct and vote again. 855-765-1045. Derby from Ocean Way. How you doing,
11: Derby? Uh, fine, thank you i like to talk about immigration I came from Cuba legally in 1960 And then uh, Legal aliens Respected the Immigration Department Illegal aliens feared The immigration department And that is not the case anymore Also concerning Help or welfare for illegals Or non-citizens In 1960 also If you came into this country, you had to prove that you were financially independent, or you would not be allowed. And I remember every year reporting my address to the government and what I was doing for a living. That I did until 1973. And concerning uh, green cards, there were no green cards in 1960. If you wanted to work, you got a social security number instantly. I got mine in '61. And I just showed my Cuban passport, and they gave me a social security. There wasn't over. There was not an oversupply of illegal aliens working for less. I was a legal resident. I wanted to work, and that was it.
2: Simple. Yeah. No, it, it, may, it look it could be super simple like that. Thanks so much for your call. We appreciate it. And the thing about green cards is for two things that are going to shock you about it. First of all, not everybody gets one. That's why we have illegal immigration. We have people that know they're not going to get asylum. They know they're not going to get a green card. They know they can't wait. They know they can't afford it. They don't just want to do it. They want to go the easy route. So they sneak across the border and they try to, you know, they try to become American citizens the hard way or at least live off of the land um, illegally. Then you have legal immigrants who have to apply for green cards, like you said, or work permits or visas or anything like that and prove their worth. And when my parents were getting, I remember my father, he had a job. And they were like, look, in order to be a citizen, you have to be able to get a job. And he had to prove that he got a job. And if, you know, and he had a sponsor, and if he couldn't get, uh, you know, if they couldn't find an American that basically you had to be indispensable. My father had to prove that he was the best person for this job. He had to get letters from his employers. He had to prove all this stuff. And then he became a citizen. And it it was it was just the norm. Nobody questioned it. Nobody said that's racist. Nobody said that's improper. That goes against the words written on the bottom of the Statue of Liberty. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. It says yearning to breathe free. It doesn't say yearning to freeload off of the United States of America. Breathing free is different than coming here and getting stuff for free. Whenever someone sees the word free, they get all freaked out. But we had a call yesterday. In fact, let me play this back quickly. Uh, we had a call yesterday, and this is basically what, uh, what Donald Trump's whole idea This was my answer to the caller yesterday. This was the whole premise of what Donald Trump's new immigration policy is. That's what Donald Trump is suggesting. He's saying, look, if you're coming to this country, you need to be self-sufficient. You can't rely on food stamps. You can't rely on public housing. You can't rely on that kind of stuff. We need to know that you are capable and willing to pursue your own American dream. And that's got to be part of the contingency before you even get your green card before you even get your visa but you've got to be the kind of person that's not just coming here to milk the system you've got to be the kind of person that is coming here to actually build your own life with the benefit of all the freedoms and all the all the assets that the United States of America has to offer people who are who are not just consumers but are also creators that's what Donald Trump's saying a green card ain't a credit card basically is what is what he's trying to say that's, that's a great, that's a great phrase. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put that on a pillow. A green card and a credit card. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. By the way, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that too. I post, uh we post little clips from the show. We post our songs. We post some uh, great phone calls from everyone who calls in every single day on Instagram. It's at Mark K, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E on Instagram. So you can relive some of the highlights all the time. M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E on instagram quick break couple more phone calls we're going to squeeze them in as we start winding up whatever you want wednesday on news 104.5 wokv this is the markay show my name is uh star star five, eight, five, five, seven, six, five, 1045 i realized that i realized uh, that we have uh so many more people to talk to than we have time to talk to them which stinks but i want to talk to curtis because he's calling from wyoming curtis are you really calling from wyoming
5: Yes, sir. I'm driving down Interstate 80. Oh, wow. All right. How's it going in Wyoming? What's going on there?
2: It's hot. Yeah. Okay. Well, here in Florida, too. (laughs) That's good to know. If it's hot in Wyoming, you know it's hot in Florida. Uh, What did you want to say today, Curtis?
5: Uh, I don't believe it's uh, he committed suicide. My son went to prison in Arizona. He spent 10 years.
2: Mm -hmm.
5: All it takes is $30 in commissary to put a hit on another inmate.
2: $30 in commissary.
5: All you have to do is get someone who's got life in prison. They don't care. They're there. What are you going to do to them?
2: Yeah. That's interesting. And
5: so, and the guards will look the other way. Even the guards will pay to have someone killed. What? Really? And all. Yes. Why? All it takes is $30 for commissary. When you are a life prison and you have no one and no way to get anything out of the commissary. That's all the little extra stuff, the radio, no, yeah, we, I know
2: what the commissary is, yeah,
5: huh,, no, um, if you have nothing like that by what he had told me, all it takes is thirty dollars to kill somebody,
2: Wow, all that, right, hey, that's crazy, I didn't even know thirty dollars that's that's wild i mean they 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 have to already be in prison though, that's the thing, that's crazy, golly. I hope I never go to prison, because <laughs> <laughs> Josh will be passing the
3: hat. Or well, I hope my cellmate has $29. <laughs> hey, guys, can I borrow $29?
2: dollars I, I got a problem i got to take care of. Christina from St. Augustine. How are you, Christina? Good.
12: How are you? Great, Christina. What do you want to say today? Um, you know, I was just talking to, to, I was just calling to talk about a couple things here. Sure. I am a Latin person that arrived to this country 13 years ago.
9: Mm-hmm.
12: I've been a citizen for the last 10 years and I am bilingual, and I normally watch the news in English, and I watch the news in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And everything I see on the Spanish channels, it is completely wrong. They try to attack President Trump every time they can. And unfortunately, the Latin people, the ones that don't speak English, yeah. they are being fed with the wrong information.
2: So like Telemundo and Univision and all those things, is that what you're talking about? Yes.
12: Yeah. Yes, Telemundo and Univision. And sometimes I have my my mom lives in Ecuador. I am from Ecuador, from South America. Right. She sends me messages or calls me, oh, I heard this today. And I am like, no, mom, it's not in that way. This is the right way. But oh. what they are being communicated in the Spanish countries, in the Latin countries, it's completely wrong. So, and, like, and so I don't know, but
2: what are they saying about, like, the illegal immigrant immigration problem and the border and things like that?
12: So what they are saying is pretty much that um, Trump wants to deport every single immigrant in the United States. They are not referring to just Mexicans. They are referring in general to Latin
9: people. We
12: know we have immigrants from all over the world, not just from South America and Central America. And the other day, they they said on Univision, Trump or their eyes to go to this factory and report people when that is not the truth.
2: Oh, that's fake news, huh?
12: Exactly. No, that t- is not no TCS falsus,
2: as you might say.
12: Exactly. Yeah, all right. Hey, listen,
2: thanks, Christina, for calling. We really appreciate it. Uh, unfortunately, we, we have to go, but the good news is, We're only seven days away from the next whatever you want Wednesday. So hopefully it'll, hopefully it'll still be poignant and topical. Uh, but thanks. Listen, thank you so much for listening everybody. And if you want to leave us an open mic message with whatever you wanted to talk about, if you couldn't get through, do that. Download our mobile app. It's absolutely free. We'll be back tomorrow for a what the bleep. It's something we do every single Thursday. In the meantime, traffic weather news and Rush Limbaugh coming up next on news 104.5 WOKV.